Hey, this is Brian Knowlton with another episode of The Busy Appraiser. Well, it's been a real long time since I made my last podcast. Sorry about that. I've been uh, trying to make it a priority to do some more shows from inside my office, but I just have not found the time. So going against what I said earlier, I'm going back to recording the shows in my car. (laughs) So um, I have taken you know, my rushing down quite a bit and um, shut off all the uh, telephone communication in my car and, you know, have my GPS going. So um, I feel fairly confident that I'm still a safe driver on the road and driving back from an appraisal um, to my office. So I thought I'd record a quick little podcast for all my uh, appraisers out there. So a few things I'd like to talk about is, uh, you know, today is July 7th, 2011. Um, The customary and reasonable fee provision of um, Dodd-Frank is supposed to be enforced as of July 21st, 2011 by the CFPB, the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, and you could get all their information, um, visit their website at consumerfinance.gov. I'll be uh, submitting plenty of complaints regarding customer and reasonable to them. So um, on my next podcast, I'll have an update of, you know, how that process goes and what's all involved. Um, I've been collecting a lot of information regarding customer and reasonable fees from appraisers across the nation at notcustomaryandreasonable.com. Um, that data is going to be used to turn in the actual appraisal management companies. You know, most of the provisions so far and all the complaints that you've submitted to government agencies have been in regards to the banks that are submitting the work to the appraisal, appraisal management companies. But, you know, they have unlimited funds, and uh, I don't see, you know, the banks doing anything. They're going to say they're doing everything right. You know, they're paying all the appraisal management companies a standard fee or somewhere close to a standardized type fee. And, you know, the appraisal management companies are the devils that are actually going out and giving an appraiser a 20 or 30 or, you know, 50% 50% cut if you're lucky. So um, I really feel that litigation needs to move forward regarding the actual appraisal management company since, you know, I, I could get an order to uh, complete an appraisal for a sit- city mortgage, city bank, whatever, um, from three different appraisal management companies. One company will request a fee of 200 and um, another will request a fee of 250. Yet another will request a fee of uh, 325. You know, it, it's all over the place for the exact same client, um, the exact same work. Um, you know, it, it, it really makes no sense. Um, I believe that the appraisal management companies are the ones that need to, you know, work it into their system that appraisers continue to get paid um, the customer customer and reasonable fees. This is a uh, um, 
professional and specialized business. Um, you wouldn't see a, a, a lawyer or an attorney or someone that's required to get a four-year college degree, um, numerous education um, requirements, you know, up continuing education requirements, uh, E&O insurance. I mean, just all the costs involved along with our expertise, you know, we should be getting more than $10 an hour to do appraisal reports. You know, the standard report <clears throat> could take anywhere from, you know, three to 10 hours, maybe longer. You know, I read somewhere recently that the appraisal management companies state, you know, for an average order, it should take you about 10 hours to complete, 10 to 12 hours to complete. <clears throat> you know, on, on average, then you're going to make about 15 to 20 bucks an hour. That's just, you know, it's not a livable wage with all the uh, uh, the costs involved of running an appraisal company. But you know, you're all appraisers out there, so I'm not even sure why I'm complaining about this this issue. We all know that our industry has been completely destroyed. You know, plenty of you are going to say it's our own fault. You know, and really, it it, it comes down to our our fault. Our faults go back to the industry in general. You know, we've always been very protective of our information. We didn't share information. We actually seemed to dislike each other. I I never understood this when I became an appraiser, and I, I never really went down that road. Um, back in the day when you would do your marketing and... Uh, you know, pick up clients, I could totally understand why a lot of appraisers were upset about, you know, the competition in the area, and they would talk crap about them and, you know, what, do whatever it takes to try to get that business. Um, it really came down to providing the best quality of service um, to your clients at that time. You could do great work get no underwriting commissions, get paid good wages, you know, you didn't have to worry about losing clients left and right, um, but, you know, that, that all changed, obviously. Um, now it's all based on fees and turnaround times. Um, it, it, to an extent, you know, you can become the preferred appraiser for an appraisal management company like I have with, you know, most of the appraisal management companies that I continue to work with, um, they'll contact me with very complex appraisals. And, you know, uh, every month I get orders in the area of, you know, a $1,000 fee for an appraisal because there's a lot of com complex properties out here and, you know, it does require a lot of work to get those properties properly appraised. Um, so you, you still can be an expert and you can still demand those high fees, but you know, I understand there's a lot of apprentices out there that you know, they're 100% dependent on these appraisal management companies. Um, they haven't diversified with uh, you know, appraiser website or marketing to attorneys or um, you know, estate attorneys, bail bondsmen, um, bankruptcy attorneys. 
estate attorneys. I mean, there's still plenty of marketing you could do to get non-AMC work. I mean, you could be a relocation expert, probate expert. Um, there's all sorts of valuation products out there. Um, you can focus just on tax reassessments. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different work out there, but fortunately there's a large number of appraisers out there that um, are accepting these jobs at 150, 200 bucks a pop because they need the work. They need to pay their bills. They need to pay, feed their family. Um, maybe they have no other skills that would be able to earn them more than 15 or $20 an hour. Um, maybe they just cram them out, fresh out as many appraisals as possible, and still make a decent living. You know, just turning out inferior quality appraisals, giving us all bad names. But, you know, there, there could be that same person out there that is busting out uh, appraisals at 200 bucks a pop, um, spending a fair amount of time on those reports, and they just have a really low cost of living. You know, maybe they live at home. Who knows? But it's destroying our industry, and we we definitely have to take part blame for that if um, we're the ones accepting those low fees. Um, <clears throat> PCV Mercor has got, got to the top of my bad list. Um, they're not a horrible appraisal management company. Um, they weren't a horrible appraisal management company, I, I should correct myself. Um, in the past, they have provided good rates, fair turnaround times, um, low underwriting conditions or, you know, reviews. Um, <clears throat> but these days, they have some of the worst fees out of all the appraisal management companies. And when I called to try to speak with someone regarding this, um, I was told, you know, you're in San Diego, there's a lot of appraisers down here, down there, uh, the competition is pretty high, and that's why you're getting uh, all these offers at 165 to 200 for these appraisals, and some are very complex. You know, these properties are over a million or two. Um, and, you know, by the time I could even log in to counteroffer, with a reasonable fee, the order's already gone. It's been snatched up for 200 bucks, you know, a million dollar appraisal. That's gonna require a lot of work to provide a good opinion of value. Um, this just really drives me nuts. And for the person at PCV Mercor to say, you know, it's all based on competition, that's what it all comes down to. You know, that kind of blew my mind. It, 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 has nothing to do with the Dodd-Frank provision. <clears throat> it's not even considered. Customary and reasonable isn't considered. And, you know, um, it, it just blows my mind. So, as of July 21st, we'll see what happens with the uh, Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. I, I doubt we'll see anything, but at least we can start flooding their offices with our complaints. Um, I know that the AGA, the Appraisers Guild, is going to be meeting with uh, Barney Frank again, I believe. 
Um, I'm not sure about that. I, I just thought I might have heard that. Um, I know that they're planning on meeting with the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau um, regarding implementation and um, they're just going to sit down and have a good meeting and hopefully I'll get some more information about that back as soon as possible. And if you've noticed in all the recent appraiser magazines, you know, everyone's talking about these appraiser guilds. So if you go to Live Valuation Mag or Live Value Mag, um, that's a good industry magazine. Working Re, WorkingRE.com, that's another really good industry magazine you should be reading. They're, all their current issues are about the guilds, coalitions, uh, and you, if you haven't already gotten involved with the local coalition or the AGA, you know, I really suggest that you do that. Just uh, spend some time today and go to their website. You can search for them in Google or go to appraiserincome.com and you can get the links off of my website. But take some time, find out how you can get involved. It, um, even a donation or signing up as a member to a local coalition or the Appraisers Guild will help with the fight, you know, and um, they all seem to do a fairly good job of keeping me informed. You know, I'm, I'm a member of the CCAP, which is a California coalition um, for appraisers in Southern California. And it doesn't really matter who you're involved with. <clears throat> the local ones are good because you can go to their meetings and stay really involved. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but really, just get involved. Try to help out. Send in your complaints. Send in your... Um, information on customer and reasonable visit not customer and reasonable.com and put in your low paying appraisal management companies in there I'm going to be stripping out all the names and emails and submitting the information regarding the area that you're requested to do the work the, the normal customary fees and what you were offered by an appraisal management company this will quickly give uh, great data regarding, you know, an overall survey. And there's plenty of other surveys out there that they'll be able to match up data with, but they have a bunch of independent surveys. Um, the more data, the better. And even if this information is collected by an appraiser, um, I'm sure it will be reviewed, it'll be looked at, it will be used to submit to our uh, government agencies, state agencies, federal agencies. You know, um, the more information, the better. So please visit notcustomaryandreasonable.com. Um, the appraisal management companies are here to stay. You know, even with the enforcement on July 21st, um, I believe the states still have like two to three years to form agencies to enforce this on the state level. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll constantly be posting information at appraiserincome.com 
And if you haven't signed up to the newsletter there, um, it's my appraiser marketing system. It's free. You get a bunch of information on how to get more of that estate work as well as get more work from the appraisal management companies. But I also send out a update from time to time of the most recent posts to my blog. So you'll get the latest news on all this customer and reusable stuff, other industry-related news. So it's a really good resource at appraiserincome.com. Um, one final note I'm going to talk about today is I have over 300 passwords on my computer. I mean, I have uh, a list of appraisal management companies. The list is up to 300 now. Um, they don't all require username and passwords. You know, a lot of them don't have any online system. They just send the orders out to you and you accept them. But I have, um, actually, it's probably close to 400 um, passwords that I need to remember. Um, there's some great software out there. It's called RoboForm, and it does a few things for you. First of all, it's free. Um, it could be used as a form filler. So if you're if you are in the process of signing up to these appraisal management companies, you could standardize your information. So like your address will always display your address if you if you need to fill in that field phone numbers, even fees, license numbers, E&O information, you know, you could put all of your information into the RoboForm. It's a plugin for um, your browser, any internet browser. And it will fill out those forms for you. Um, it really saves you a ton of time when you're signing up with these appraisal management companies. I really suggest getting that. Um, but the main thing that I use it for is to remember all my passwords. So this is an encrypt safe file. You just log into the RoboForm and um, it'll store all of your username and password. I really suggest using a tool like this because when you're signing up all over the place, you know, in all these different places, you don't want to use the same username and password. Um, you don't even, it, in your email accounts, it's amazing how many email accounts are getting hacked these days. If you have any type of, you know, word that's already in the dictionary, followed by a sequence of numbers, or the numbers in the beginning, numbers in the end, you know, that's not good enough these days. People hack email accounts for the fun of it. But they also hack them to, you know, get access to other systems. Most likely if you're using the same username and password um, for one site, you're going to use it for multiple other sites. The hackers know this information. They're going to go out there and try to find out <clears throat> as much places they can get into and eventually try to get any type of money either through PayPal or eBay auctions or everything like that. So anyhow, it will, the RoboForm will generate a username and password for you. I mean, it'll generate a password for you that's nearly impossible to crack. You know, it's going to have all those weird characters in there. It's going to have numbers, capital letters, lowercase letters. Use it to, to make your passwords. You know, it's, and RoboForm's going to remember it for you anyhow, so you're not going to have to worry about remembering those passwords anymore. 
Plus, you could use RoboForm on multiple computers. So you just get the plug-in and you know log into your RoboForm data. You could use it on your cell phone, on your smartphone. So if you're accepting orders on your phone, you know it just makes it so much easier, especially when you have to log into an appraisal management company and you know accept an order or counter offer. Um, it'll speed up the process because you could click on um, RoboForm, select the company from the drop down that you want to log into, click on it, it'll automatically take you to that website, put your username and password in, and submit it. So you're logged in immediately. You know, it, it's, it's an amazing tool. I really suggest you check it out. Um, you could get it at free passwordmanagement.com that's freepasswordmanagement.com and uh, check it out today anyhow I'll, I'll get back to you guys sooner this this next podcast I know it's been a while so in the meantime visit appraiserincome.com for all the latest industry news and uh, I'll talk to you soon